Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get free download and free 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we'll be reviewing Game Night and Annihilation. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And here we go. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am doing, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of upset, um, you know, screen broke yesterday, so it's not, it's not too great. And, um, it's just, you know, I'm just learning every time I get an Apple product to, to get that Apple care, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. my, my watch broke and now I have to get a new one, but Fine. I have to, you know. I want to because you know it was, it was nice. Um, it's a personal story, is why I want to get a watch. Anyways, at the point, and then my, you know my phone screen broke. It's not. It's just. It's just crazy. Yeah. But um, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I, I've basically reached a point where the Oscars have really snuck up on me. Like it's basically next weekend, right? It's next Sunday, correct? Um, yeah. Where what the frick? Where did February go? I was like sitting back, like, oh, I've got time to watch all these other Oscar movies, all these short films and stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, I've got basically a week now to watch all of these. So yeah, it's I'm not gonna be able to watch all of them because there's some of them that aren't online yet and that are only in theaters. And well, the problem is I would have to drive three and a half hours to go see them if I want to here, and that's not gonna happen. Uh, even I won't do that, especially with all, all of my school stuff going on. What are you? What other movies are you missing? Uh, foreign films. The so foreign films are um, the ones that I would have to drive super far to see. Now, this is when I really wish I was still in Florida because guess what? They are not only playing at FAU, but next week they're going to start playing at Regal, the one right down the road from me. So this is when I wish I was home so I could be watching all of these and I'd be completely fine. I'd probably be able to watch all 59 Oscar-nominated things. I could say that if I was home, but it's not possible now. Um, but yeah, I'm going to drive to Charlottesville actually next weekend to go see the short films. But the foreign films are too far away, so I can't. Uh, it's a sad time. Moment of silence for Carlos. I know, I know. Um, and Carlos I was, I was gonna say that you could go see the foreign films, but you're, you're now kind of too far to just go to see movies. So I'm thinking maybe say, we could. I would say it's too far. I, mean, I still have a Cinemark and uh, a Regal by me. Well, you but, can I mean, check if they're playing them. I don't know if they are there by you. That's I've never really watched. I've never really, I've never really watched foreign films though. Not that I have a problem with them. I just, it's never been something that I've been. Um, you know, trying to you know eke my eke my way in. If yeah, if you um, one of the nominated ones from last year, I think might get get you hooked on watching them. Um, and it's on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a man called Ove. That was my favorite from last year. It was really funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, 
maybe we'll have Enrique try to go see some of those at FAU, and um, maybe he can be our foreign film correspondent. We'll see. We'll see if he has time to do it. But anyway, we're going to talk about some movies that came out this weekend, and actually 2018 releases. Um, whoa. Um, but anyway, we're going to talk about, first of all, Game Night. Uh, Ozzy, what were your expectations of this movie? Because for me personally, I was not expecting to like this at all. I honestly, I think we differed on the trailer. I really didn't like the trailer for this movie. Dude, I love the trailer. I was excited okay. for this movie. Just the concept of this. I was just like, because it got you confused. Because you're, you're just, you know, it's just like you're with your friends. Like, dude, that's some really good action sequences <laughs> and then all this is going on. And I just, I love the concept and I thought mm-hmm. it was a really unique concept to take in a okay. comedy and a game night. So I did the movie it. live up to your expectation then? Yes, it did. All right. Yes, it did. Um, I will say for I, me, yeah. this movie surprised me. Like I quite enjoyed the majority of this movie. There are things that I have problems with, but for the most part, I really had fun with this movie. Yeah, I, I had fun with this movie too, man. It was so fun. I think all these, I thought all these actors um, were really, were really amazing. I thought Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams had great chemistry. Um, I, I thought that Sarah, that Sharon Horgan and Billy Magnuson uh, had great chemistry, and Lamorne and Morris and and Kylie Bunbury. Um, I'd say they probably had the best chemistry. If you guys don't know who. Lamore Morris says he is uh, he's one of the guys on, on New Girl. And my gosh, this man is funny in this movie. Um he just his comedic timing is just is just perfect. And I just love I loved all of his all of execution of lines in that film. Um I also loved uh, I went with Dennis and Dennis and I were 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 we agreed on the same thing. Um how the cinematography in this movie, it was really unique how they approached it, and I really liked it. Yeah, there were actually some shots where I was like, that is really cool how they did that. Um, a lot of that has to do with, you're right, the cinematography. A lot of it also has to do with the editing. Um, I just, I really enjoyed I don't know who directed this. Let me pull it up here. Uh, it was uh, uh, John Francis Daly and uh, Jonathan Goldstein. Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> they didn't know that they, like, that they were directing just like a comedy or, or just like a regular old february release movie because this movie like feels like it's per- or directed by like i don't know like <laughs> i mean i guess they're just super talented is what i'm trying to say is that i was like oh wow i, I actually quite enjoyed the way this movie's directed um and shot and everything like that uh but yeah let's let's jump right into positives you already kind of started it with the performances um i i really like kyle chandler as an actor and um when he's able to do something other than what he's routinely typecast for, which is the generic dad role or the coach in Friday Night Lights or whatever. Like, he's always a fatherly figure. Um, but when he's cast as something else and he's allowed to kind of go outside of that, he, I just really enjoy it because it's not something I'm used to seeing. And I really like Kyle Chandler as um, the older brother character in this movie. Um, and then, obviously, I think everyone is going to mention, which I was surprised that you didn't mention, um, unless I missed it, Jesse Plemons is hilarious in this movie. He is so awkward, and he is so weird, and he kind of steals the movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed his performance. Uh it was just, it was something, man. It was really something. Jesse Plemons, I first saw him in Black Mass. 
and ever since then, I've just seen the, I've just seen his career blow um, and grow, and it's just I, I've loved his his, his grow in, in film. Um, I've seen him in two things so like uh, I think this year I've seen him in two things, and that was the uh, it was in a uh, Black Mirror and this, and man, he is such a great actor. He was so funny. I wouldn't say he's the best part of the film. But um, he's definitely hilarious, and he does make for some awkward comedy moments. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, so if you don't know what this movie is about, it's about this group of friends who they routinely have game nights. And one one time, the, the older brother of our lead character, played by Jason Bateman, um, he shows up into town. He wants to host a game night, and he decides to make it something where someone in the room is going to get fake kidnapped and then they have to solve who or who kidnapped him and get him back basically get whoever got kidnapped back but there's this air of mystery around a lot of this movie of what is real and what isn't is someone really getting kidnapped is this just part of the game so that's what this movie is about that's the kind of mystery element that they set up and i will say that they set it up actually pretty well i there's a good portion of this movie where i too was wondering okay what if this is real what if it isn't especially in the first act the first act or two um they do a great job of doing that and then also what i'll say is this movie works as well as it does because the characters are at least somewhat believable and they have good chemistry i like that you brought up the chemistry before i would say actually i would disagree with you a little bit that i would say jason bateman and rachel mcadams have the best chemistry and obviously there are lead characters so it they had a little bit easier of a job convincing us of that but i just overall all these characters they worked well together for the most part there's one of them that's less believable than the others but Overall, I just bought into these characters and the relationships, and that's why the movie works so well, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, this seems like a typical, you know, I, I related to this movie so much because, you know, you just think about, you know, f- you got your friends coming over, having a great time, and then it turns into something super crazy. And um, I, I really loved it. I mean, I think all these chemistry, I think all these people overall had such amazing chemistry together. Um, and then, you know, I thought I just thought it all came together. Um, pretty well. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of great laughs. Um, really solid laughs throughout. Like it didn't feel like there was just one joke that like they that just and I will say bring this up in negatives as well. They they don't just there's not a lot of like huge huge laughs, but there's a lot of really good jokes spread throughout this movie, and it's pretty consistent in that sense. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I really did enjoy this movie, but, I mean, uh, let's go into negatives. Yeah. Carlos, what do you got for negatives? Um, well, like I said, there's no, like, huge moments where I'm, like, dying, rolling on the ground. Like, there's no um, massage sequence from <laughs> um, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, you know. There's there's not that, I would say, but, there, like I said, there's a lot of solid moments throughout. Um there's a character. What's the character's name? Um, Ryan. Ryan. Yes, he is the least believable of the characters. I think he played it a little too dumb. Um, but that doesn't mean that it was like, oh, he's a terrible character. I hated him throughout. I I didn't. 
Um, it's just, I, I don't know. I think he was going a little bit too far. Like, he was a step beyond everyone else, I would say. Um, and then there's something else, but what what do you got, Ozzy? Um, I actually liked Ryan's character because Ryan's character was so funny to me. He was. Um, he was. Um, also, they tried to throw too many twists. Yes, that's um, definitely one of mine, too. <laughs> like, because you're just like, you're like, oh, man, it's so clever. And then they're just like, and they're just like, we're going to do another one. And I was like, oh, okay. And yeah. then they're just like, we're going to do another one. I was like, okay, stop. Um, so I just feel like they, they throw too many uh, twists than and, there needs to be. Yeah. And uh, I'd say like the last half of the third act, I guess they forgot it was a comedy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it turns into Fast and Furious 6. Which so. they make a joke about, and they make a lot of jokes about it. But the thing is, just because you're joking about the problems in your movie doesn't necessarily mean that they're not problems anymore. I still like. I really don't. I think the third act kind of loses me a little bit with with this movie, especially like you're talking about with the Fast and Furious element of it, um, and just the fact, like you said, there's a lot of twists, and I don't think it's necessary. Number one, but number two, and this is to me the even bigger aspect of the there being too many twists, is this movie. I really think if you put any. If you, like, dive into this movie and, like, how the plot actually goes and put any thought into what happens, this movie doesn't make any sense. Like, I really am confused about who knew what, when, and when all this was at. Like, it's just, it's really, really confusing, and I honestly don't think if you break down the story and what happened, I don't think it makes a lick of sense. And that's fine because, you know, the movie's not asking you to think too much about it. So that's fine. And like I said, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, but I do think that if you're someone who's going to sit there and go, wait, how did that happen? How did this person know this? But then they said this and they didn't know this, but then they didn't. Then they said this. And it's like, if you're one of those people, you're not going to enjoy, especially the last act of this movie, because it doesn't make any sense. Um, but that's. Yeah, that's my biggest negative, I think. So, do you have anything else, Ozzy? No, man, that's it for me. All right, well, let's rate this movie and move on. Um, I'm going to give this movie a 7.3. I think this is a very good movie. Uh, it was, I will say, I was thinking a little, a little higher, but then we got to the last bit of this movie and it kind of dropped it down for me. But I, that's where I got it. I got it a 7.3. I'm gonna give it a seven point six. Um, I think it's a I think it's a really fun film, especially in February, um, yeah. and it keeps up that you know keeps up that pre summer jitter. So um, I think this is the first comedy that we've gotten um, this year besides Fifty Shades of Grey. So Peter Rabbit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't see that, but I did, and um, it's not supposed to be. Well, it is supposed to be a comedy. It's just not very good. Yeah, same thing for Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, <laughs> but hey, um, I mean, this is in all reality, though. I mean, this is—I think I believe this is the first comedy of the year. Yeah. And I think uh, I think it did a pretty good job, and it's—you uh, know—I hope I hope it's a lot better than the last—you know—two years of comedy because I haven't been doing that much laughing. Man. But <laughs> really need to watch rewatch Popstar. Um, anyway, <laughs> I still have the Bin Laden soundtrack. It's so good. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to Annihilation, and this is is an interesting one. This movie is so strange, and um, it's definitely a very out there um, 
and it's a thought-provoking sci-fi movie. Uh, I feel like this movie probably should have come out in November, to be honest. Uh, February is a little strange of a release date for this, but then again, if you look at Ex Machina, Ex Machina came out earlier in the year, or early in the year 2015 as well, and that's the same director, so maybe he just likes February. Who knows? Um, uh, what's this movie about? Well, this movie is about this strange sort of... It's called the Shimmer. It's called a Shimmer. It's basically this area that starts to grow on Earth, and there's some sort of force field type thing around it, and they're like they can't really see inside of it. They keep sending people in, and they're disappearing and stuff like that. Um, Natalie Portman is the lead character in this movie. Her husband go had gone into that, and she didn't know, and he kind of goes missing, and then she decides she's going to go into it, and that's basically the setup of this movie, is that she, along with a couple of other, of other scientists, go into this to try to figure out what this thing is, number one, and then, of course, for her to figure out what happened to her husband. This movie, it's really interesting for the first two acts, and then by the end, by the last act, it just goes into another gear. Um, it gets really weird. Uh, a lot when I when this movie ended in my theater. I don't know what your theater experience was like, Ozzy, and I want to hear it because this is an interesting one. But with my theater, it was kind of a thing where people like nobody got up when the movie was over. Everyone just kind of sat there in awe slash confusion <laughs> um it, it's it's definitely one of those where you're just gonna be like what um i don't know this is this is a strange one what what was your theater experience like ozzy and what did you think of this movie um i mean i really didn't notice my theater experience honestly um uh, i mean i saw people a few people sitting down after the movie but i mean um half of us left and i was one of the top of the people that left um because I was told this movie was really confusing. I was told that it was like a rival. Um, and I left the movie saying, I mean, it really wasn't that confusing. Um, I mean, there's a, there's like, there's only like two or three theories of like the ending that I have. And I'm fine settling on either, either one of them. Um, but I mean, that was about it. I mean, I, I liked the movie. I thought it was an yeah. interesting movie. But I, I will well. say it, it feels like it's two different movies. Um, especially when you cut into the third act. Um, that's interesting. Because for me, for me, you know, when you get into it, it kind of feels like you're diving into like a fantasy. Yes. Um, okay. And they they kind of try to explain the fantasy with, with you know, scientists, uh, so on and so forth. So, you know, for me, the first two acts kind of feel like a fantasy, um, you know, and end of the second act going into the third act it feels like a full-blown sci-fi as to where the first two acts feel like a sci-fi sci-fi fantasy horror uh film it does so it have just, a horror it, element in the first two acts I so it does so it, it just feels um it feels it feels like two different movies now getting into the performances for yep. me um i liked everybody except for one particular person and um her name is uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, and she plays the doctor. I'm glad we agree on this. Doctor Ventress. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll we'll talk about yeah. her in the negatives. Um, we'll talk about her in the negatives. But positives. I think Natalie Portman, and I know I know there's a lot of people pissed off that Natalie Portman got cast in this role. Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, look, I understand. I understand why you. I understand why people are upset. I do understand that. But I'm gonna 
but I am going to review the movie as the movie. Um, I think she, I think she held her own. I think, I think she, she did a really good job with this role. Um, so I will give credit where it's due. Um, so I think she did a really good job. Um, Tessa Thompson, she's, she's, again, she's a growing actress as well. And I thought, uh, she did an amazing job. Um, especially Gina Rodriguez. I think she, uh, she also did an amazing job. I, I found it funny how Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman have both been a love interest before, <laughs> and they're both in this movie. So I was like, oh boy, this is funny. Um, but yeah, um, I think a standout performance for me was honestly, though, uh, Gina Rodriguez. I mean, she she was amazing. Uh, had me wanting to watch her, her CW show, uh, Jane the Virgin. Um, cause she was great in deep water horizon and she was really great in this one. So, uh, definitely has me wanting to watch, uh, watch, uh, her, her show Jane, the Virgin. Yeah. Uh, performances wise, I agree with you. I, Natalie Portman is of course great. She's always great. Uh, Gina Rodriguez is surprisingly like, I was not expecting this out of Gina Rodriguez and she really surprised me in this movie. Uh, Tessa Thompson is of course, again, great. This movie's low key stacked. Like there's a lot of good actors in this movie. I mean, even, um, even though we're not big of fans of Jennifer Jason Lee, I mean, she's a very talented actress, um, an Oscar nominated actress and maybe even winning if I'm not mistaken. Um, so even if she didn't give the best performance here, or if we didn't like her performance here, she is, uh, very talented actress and then of course um oscar isaac who plays uh natalie portman's husband is in this movie as well and everyone kind of knows how good oscar isaac is but yeah I, I i think the performances are definitely a strong suit for the most part in this movie um i really like the horror slash suspense elements of this movie um obviously like you said it's more in the first half of this movie um than so the second half but when it kicks in, it really works, and it, it I think it's well executed. Like there was a, another moment in the theater that I quite that I noticed um, uh, with this movie was there was a scene um, that was really really intense, and after the scene was over, there was kind of an audible like breath in the theater, like everyone kind of took a breath, like okay, <laughs> like it was really well done. I I, I think Alex Garland, who is the director. Um, is an extremely talented director, and I will just be completely happy if all he does is make these weird sci-fi movies for the rest of his career. Because if you have not seen Ex Machina, by the way, you really, really should. It's an incredible movie, available, I think, for free on Amazon. So if it is, you should check that out. Um, but anyway, yeah, I... I really like the direction this movie goes. I like the ideas and the concepts that are played with here. Um, the elements that you referred to as sci-fi or as fantasy, uh, I would still call them sci-fi. But and I really enjoyed those kind of weird things that we kind of encounter along the way throughout the story. I I, I enjoyed the story, um, and even the last act where it does get kind of crazy and weird. I really enjoyed that as well. I think, um, and this is going to be something I bring up in negatives, I think it's a little over-explained, um, but I really enjoyed it visually especially um, as well. So, I don't know. I think uh, this is a movie that I kind of want to see again just so I can continue to digest it. Um, if I have time, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But, yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say positive-wise with this movie? Yeah, I mean, you brought it up visually. It was yes. just 
stunning. Um, it was really, really well uh, executed in some of the some of the animals and some of the some of the plant life, and, and and definitely the the third act when it came to visually. I think that was. I think that was one of the most visually impressed scenes I've ever, I've ever seen. Just mm-hmm. like one of the scenes with Natalie Portman, but um, I mean, it was just uh, visually, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know cinematography and editing was were really well done. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say the soundtrack, especially towards like the third act, I was like, brought that up. Yeah. I was like, damn, man, <laughs> like, oh god, I gotta get this. Like, it was, it was really good. Um, just the sound design overall, to be honest. Like, yeah, the sound design was just amazing and you felt the sound design and sound mixing man they were yeah. really really well um i want that to get nominated for 2018 uh just because it was just so well done mm-hmm. um for the sound design but i mean it was just amazing um but um i have one more know. positive unless you have something else go ahead uh what i was gonna say is i i really like the aspect of this movie and that kind of reminds me of apocalypse now where the farther into this thing that they go the weirder and the crazier this story gets and the more the characters start to be affected by what's happening and just the more insane we get and i really like that aspect of it i think it will lead to this movie being discussed in terms of um, its overall themes and meaning for a while i think this is definitely going to be one that a lot of sci-fi fans especially are going to be talking about for a while for that reason, because it's kind of symbolic of just a lot of kind of insanity and um, in a way evolution, things like that. I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I want to see this movie again because I really want to kind of start picking this movie apart um, just in terms of the big ideas throughout it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got. Uh, you want to move on to negatives or do you have anything else? Yeah, let's let's go on and move on to negatives. Um, I, I'm going to start off with yep. saying that um, that actress that we mentioned Jennifer earlier, Gersonly. yeah, I hated her performance. Um, it was very cringeworthy because she had the same expression on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, her voice was very squeaky. I I don't know what was going on. I, she just I hated her performance. It was not a good performance. This is a really. Uh, just really bad. I don't know what happened. Um, because you would think that her motives for were you know for going in there would be more emotional, you know. Um, but they're not, and mm-hmm. it almost it makes seems for a very bland character. It almost seemed like she was trying to play angry without playing angry, and it's like just be, just play the angry, like just go for it. And I, I don't know. I didn't have a wrong with her voice. I think honestly, that's just her voice to be honest. Um, but. Just, I I would describe you. You said bland uh, towards the end of your description, and I think that's definitely a fair one. I would also probably say bored. She seemed very bored in this movie, like the actress did. And I don't know, it just didn't work for me. It was a choice that she made as an actress, or that she made with her director, um, that didn't work. I think she is by far the least compelling character in this movie, um, and she could have been one of the more compelling characters if you just look from a character standpoint um, because she, especially there's some things that are revealed later that you're just like, Oh, that should make me care more about her, but not really because, but I don't because she's not, she's making me bored with her character. Um, I, it's just the performance really didn't work. And I don't think it's a character thing because like I said, I think the character had potential. I think it's a performance thing. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and say, I mean, um, like I said, for me, this movie feels like two distinct parts, um, and for okay. me, it's kind of a problem. Um, you know, the the acts were fine. Uh, it just it felt like two completely different movies put together in one. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like a, that was kind of a negative for me. Um, and they added something. They added something to Natalie Portman's character um, that involved her relationship with her husband, and I just don't think that. We overall needed it. You know, this movie could have been cut. Sh- they they could have used that screen time for something else. Um, it's really unexplored, me, isn't it? Yes, because for me, it ultimately does nothing for the movie except for make me care less about Natalie Portman's character because it's, it, you know, it doesn't do anything for the film. And I, I know that we're kind of jumping around it, but it just has to be addressed unless she does something and it has no effect for it later on in the film. They don't jump back to it. It's just, you know, something that's there. And it, I, I don't understand why we needed to see it. Um, this is unless, a- unless, in, unless in the books, I mean, if you guys want uh, email us or, or, or comment or, or comment, but I mean, um, but I mean, again, they, they, there's something in there that happens and it just doesn't add up to, um, to and- where the, to where the direction was going in this movie. What what I will say is that with the way that it's edited into the story, because it's not something that they just, and I know we're being probably annoying to people who haven't seen it, and I'm sorry, but with, but there's something that they reveal to us about Natalie Portman's character, that it's not just a, oh, flashback, we reveal this. They kept kind of going back to it throughout the movie, and that makes me think that maybe there was some sort of thematic tie-in that I'm not getting, or some sort of hidden reason for this being here that i'm not getting but j- just based on my first watch i completely agree with ozzy that it just it, it's not necessary it feels completely like they just kept showing us this but then nothing ever comes of it it's really unexplored it just kind of happens and that's that um i will say that that reveal makes a scene at the very beginning of this movie a lot less awkward <laughs> Uh, because there was like a really awkward interaction in this movie at the beginning that I was like, that's really weird, a uh, bit creepy. But then they kind of, the, the reveal explains a little bit of that and makes that scene a little bit better, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I, I definitely agree with you there. And I think that towards the end of this movie... Uh, which the movie kind of jumps around in terms of time, which is why we're kind of jumping all over the place. And again, I apologize. But the movie kind of jumps from time, time to time. And But towards the end of this movie, Natalie Portman's character basically lays out everything that kind of happened in the third act, in a way. And I didn't need it. I, it felt very much like a studio note, like, a, all right, we need a character to explain what just happened. And they were like, all right, fine. And they wrote it into the script. I didn't need that. And I didn't want it. I would have much, I would have liked this movie a lot more if they would have just let the third act happen. No explanation. Cut the film. Boom. Maybe get that very last scene. And that's it. Like, don't give us the explanation. Don't tell us what just happened, please. But instead, I think they explained a little bit too much. Just, I would have liked it better if we could have just sat on it and left more to interpretation because i do agree with you there's basically just one or two things that you're that at the end you're trying to figure out what just happened and the reason there's only one or two things is because the movie tells you what the other thing was like and i'm like i don't 
no like just let me figure it out please like i'm i prefer when sci-fi is a little more open-ended than this um and i i know there's gonna be a lot of people who go to see this movie and go that was definitely really open-ended and that's fine but i wanted a little bit more um in my opinion but uh do you have anything else in terms of negatives ozzy um no man i think i think that's pretty much um that's pretty much it. I mean, I wish I would stop jumping from time to time because, I mean, you had three different timelines kind of going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, two that merged together. Yeah. But, um, you know, I wish I kind of would have fluctuated it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I, I'm probably going to rate this movie a 7.8. Yeah, I'm in the same range as you. I'm going to give it a 7.9. I think it's a really good movie. I was hoping for more, though. I will say that. And Ex Machina is definitely better than this. Ex Machina was one of the best movies of 2015. I don't think this will be one of the best movies of 2018. Uh, but it's still a solid one that if you enjoy sci-fi, you definitely should check this out. Yeah, I mean, it's no, it's no arrival. No. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's still worth a watch. Um, so check it out. I mean, again, these movies are good. Um, good February movies. Come on, go see. Yeah, <laughs> good, good February movies. Getting us, they're, they're getting us ready for summer. So, go check them out. Yep. All right. Uh, do you want to do recommendations? Sure. Arrival. Um, <laughs> Arrival is amazing. Just visually, the message, the twist in the end. It is just so all. It's all put together really well, um, in a nice in a nice bow. So I would definitely recommend checking it out. It stars Amy Adams. Um, and Jennifer Renner, I mean, and Jeremy Renner, sorry. Hey, it can happen, man. Um, but, um, yeah, Jeremy Renner, uh, he's in the film. Um, so definitely check it out. Um, if you guys want to, if you guys want to see it. Uh, my recognition, uh, like Ozzy is going to be something that I've talked about already on this episode. And that is Ex Machina. Again, it's one of the best sci-fi movies of the last 10 years, if we're being honest. It's incredible. It's one of the best movies of the year came out. Um, it's the movie that kind of revealed Alicia Vikander on a different level to the entire world. I mean, she she is fantastic in that movie. Donald Gleason is great in that movie, and he's not playing the goofy character that he has played for the last couple of movies. He is playing a much different character. And Oscar Isaac is ridiculously good in Ex Machina. If you want to see... Well, there's a lot of movies you can go see if you want to see why everyone loves Ex- or Oscar Isaac, but Ex Machina is definitely one of them. The dance scene is absolutely strange, but absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, it's an incredible piece of sci-fi, so check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sounds good, man. Carlos, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFiles. It's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, and, of course, our website. Uh, Brianna's doing great stuff over there. And, yeah, this episode's a little shorter, and that's fine. (laughs) We're in a bit of a rush, but that's all right. Uh, We're going to hopefully have our top ten coming up next week. Uh, Yeah, I know. It's February, and we're doing top ten. It's okay. The Oscars haven't happened yet. It is what it is. Um, And we'll also, of course, 
be doing probably our Oscar predictions episode, uh, who will win and who should win episode on Saturday, because the Oscars are on Sunday. So, yeah, so we basically have the next two episodes scheduled out, so you know what to be looking forward to. Um, and I know we're, we always tell you to subscribe and like and review and all that on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called now. Um, and you should do that. But one thing I do want to start pushing is the Facebook page. Really share the Facebook page. Let's try to start growing that. We've been pretty stagnant on that. We're at like 270 likes or something like that on there. Let's get that up. Let's, let's come on. We can do it. All right, yeah, man, sounds great. And um, for those of you guys who are wondering where Brianna is, Don, uh, she's actually on her way back, I believe, to New York. So she wasn't able to be on today. But um, don't complain about a shorter episode, guys. I mean, we gave you like a two-hour episode That's earlier true. this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so go enjoy that if you guys want something longer. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I agree with everything Carlos has said. So just try to push um, the website as Brianna is doing written content there. If you guys want to see her. Written review of Annihilation. I think it's up already. <clears throat> I think it's up already. She didn't let me know. If it is, then I will be posting about I don't know. it soon. <laughs> I don't know if it's up. I don't know if it's up. Don't call me on that. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe by the time um, this episode goes out, it'll be up. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. But, um, yeah. So, go check out our stuff on the website and definitely push the Facebook uh, the Facebook page. But, all right, guys. Um, all right, man. You guys can find me on social media at Ozzy Castro. Um ozzycastro.screenfellows.com if you guys want to email me any recommendations, any TV shows, any films and if you guys want to see, want to chat me up on Twitter if you guys can message me at Castro Ozzy <laughs> Ozzy's dead gotcha. right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead but um, sorry about that guys, but alright you guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play or SoundCloud, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Guys, this is Screen Colors.